0: Oh, you are good. That, that song just keeps resonating in my heart. You are good. You are good. Amen. The goodness of God is uh, something that we got we to gotta keep in our mind. If you, uh, if you find yourself feeling wore out all the time, chances are it's an oppressive spirit that's trying to wear you out as a child of God. A lot of times we don't even realize that it, it's like carbon monoxide. You really don't. You don't. You can't tell it's there. You you just feel tired. If 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 you if there's confusion in your home where there's hard to communicate and, and uh, things don't don't get communicated very well, and what does get communicated gets misunderstood, and there's just tension and confusion and things like that. Then most likely there's an oppressive spirit trying to trying to overcome your family and your home. If you're sick all the time and can't seem to figure out what's wrong and you've always got ailments and always got all kinds of problems, chances are there's an oppressive spirit that's trying to drive you down. See, children of God have got to start to understand that we have an we have, we have an opposer that does not want us to have victory, does not want us to be able to push forward, don't want us to be able to be happy. Don't want us to be flowing in the presence of God, but He wants us to be wore out, sick, tired, and oppressed. But we've got to learn to shake that off. Amen. Everybody say, shake it off. off. Amen. You don't just succumb to that thing, you shake it off. When you realize that's going on, you stand up and you say, huh uh. Not in my life, not in my home, not in my family, not in my church. Not in my city, nowhere are you able to operate, we stand against you in Jesus' name. You've got to learn to stand up and say, nope, that ain't going to happen. This is not going to happen. Praise God. I'm specifically saying that for a purpose today, and you need to listen to what I'm saying. You can't just sit there and say, why isn't God doing something? This is not the message I had planned. Why isn't God doing something? Why doesn't God do something? Why doesn't God answer my prayers? Well, God has put authority in you, and it's time for you to stand up and say, no, we're not going to put up with this stuff. Amen. We're not going to put up with this stuff. If, if you've got, if there's just constant tension and confusion in your home, stop talking to each other and start praying with each other and begin to command it to go. Amen. Come on, somebody. If, if you just feel a prayer. The spirit of oppression will make it, make it like you're walking in mud all the time, like you're trying to walk through deep water. It just seems like everything you do just wears you out. It's hard. You, don't, you just don't have the energy to do it and all this kind of stuff. you got to stop trying to wade through the water and stop and say, I am not going to live in this oppressive state any longer because I'm a child of God. I have promises. I have the Word of Almighty God. I have his Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, thank God. We've been talking about uh, health, you know, divine uh, health and and, uh, physical wholeness. Praise God. Wholeness is, is amazing. God has offered us wholeness to be whole. Wholeness is akin to holiness. Holiness is the beauty of God. I know a lot of of us try to transfer that to restrictions that we want to impose, and there are definitely restrictions of moderation and, 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 um, I'm trying to think of the other word, modesty, and, you know, there's restrictions that we need to impose on ourselves about that, but holiness is the beauty of God righteousness and holiness it's the beauty the presence of almighty God we need the holiness we need the beauty of God the wholeness of God in our lives so that it expresses through us and touches the lives of other people amen well I'm not going to use my notes today Has a really good message but the beauty of holiness is, is, is not just something you wear or not something you do or some kind of restrictions. It is having the wholeness of God in your life. It's being able to, to express the glory of God in your life to where people actually respond to that, where they get touched by that. Amen. When was the last time that you were somewhere and and just the presence of God on your life actually touched somebody and caused them to, to respond and you was able to help them? There's a beauty. There's a righteousness. There's a power that God wants to put on the children of God that we can walk in every day of our life and God can minister to people. Amen. They'll be touched by it. You can just simply touch their lives. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Any of y'all understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Praise God. Where instead of, instead of you just trying to survive the day, you actually flow in the day. Yeah. The Spirit of God actually flows through you. And the beauty of God touches others people around you. And they want to know what, what that is. Or you can just or or it just flows out of you and begins to touch their lives. Praise God. God's, God wants to do so much more, and He's so much more in you than, than what you are allowing Him to be today. And, and this is just coming from the heart of God because this is not what I had planned. God wants you to be so much more. He wants to be so much more in you than what you're allowing him to be, but your mindset is so small and so oppressed and, and so limited that you can't let God do it because you can't see yourself being that. You got to learn to see it. Amen. You got to learn to see it. We, were, we rode down to Rogers, Arkansas on our bikes the other day. And on the way down there, we, we really had no idea. We was going to stop and eat some lunch. And I, at that point, we really didn't have any idea where we was going to go. But the Holy Spirit began to deal with my heart and tell me your wait, the waitress that waits on your table is going to need help. Going to need prayer. And I thought, oh, Okay. And we get down, and we finally decide where to go. And they take us and put us all the way back in the back corner of this restaurant. When we, we walked back there, and, and we kind of looked at each other and went, because they put us all the way in the back corner. And I thought, well, OK. And we're sitting there, and the waitress comes to the table. And immediately, I just felt it in my spirit. This is the one this is the one and so we told him what we wanted to drink I just I just didn't even give her a chance to ask I just said this is what we wanted and she went and got it and when she come back to the table I said you've got something wrong with your legs and you're in pain right now and she said yeah and uh, I said listen I know, I know you're hurt. I know you're, She said, "Was I walking funny?" I said, "No, nah, I don't know how you was walking." I said, "I just know that you've got pain. You're in pain right now, and you need help." I said, "Would you allow us to pray for you?" And she said, "Why, sure." And so we prayed with her right there, and just the presence of God—I mean, just the glory of God—was just so strong in that restaurant. And and uh, she she said, "Thank you." And everybody, you know, everybody's just bawling and squalling and. What I call balls you know, tears running, and and I, I look around and and everybody got tears running down their face, and you know it doesn't look normal for a bunch of bikers to be sitting around with tears running down their face, and <laughs> you know and, and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure I'm sure this lady was a little bit a little bit surprised. That uh, that we were that we were actually doing that, asking her, and so she took our order, and went went and and turned it in, and she came back to the table and she said she said I I have I have osteoarthritis, and she said I've already had two hip replacements and. This, this lady wasn't old. She was middle-aged. And she said, my mother had it, and now my 21-year-old daughter has it. And, and she just started telling us. I said, look, Holy Spirit didn't tell me this because he just wants you to know that somebody knows. I said, he told me that because today your life is changing, and this is a new day for you. It's a new day for your family because God had something for you today. God sent us here, and he He wants you to understand that he's given you something today. I got to tell you something. That is the beauty of the glory of God. Amen. When somebody actually gets touched with his presence, when they, when they recognize his presence, she, she startled me after I told her that because she just always, and grab me and hug me, right there. I'm, now I know why God told him put us in the back of the restaurant. Get us, get us, out of the way. But we we were just rejoicing because because she walked into the presence of God, not even knowing it was going to happen. Amen. She just walked into it. God had it planned. Now see, God doesn't want you just surviving. God doesn't want you just trying to make it. He wants you to to be able to abound in the things that he has, and he wants you to be able to express that in ways that people are able to receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Then, then, Then we left a really good tip. See, some of the complaints that I've had from, from people that work in restaurants and places like that is that Christian people talk to them about the Lord and then not leave a tip because they think they just, they just gave them everything that they need. And so what they do is they just take what you just said and just throw it away. Bunch of stingy Christians, that's what they say. Amen. Bunch of stingy Christians. Most waitresses hate working sa- Sundays more than any other day of the week because they have more people try to give them their religiosity and 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 rob them of the tip than any other day of the week. That is not right. Amen. Don't leave somebody an empty track. If you're going to leave somebody a track, put a hundred dollar bill in it because then they'll read it. Amen. <laughs> you say I don't have a hundred dollar. Well, put a ten or twenty in it or something. Amen. Why? Because people will not listen if all you're trying to do is sell your, excuse me, sell your wares, sell your ideas. Goodness. (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Talking about getting choked up. See, I've been living in this thing so every day of my life lately. I mean, just living. I have lived so far outside of my life this week that it's amazing. I've been talking to I've been talking to people about stuff that that and and initiating things that God showed me in prayer and, and I can feel it, I walk in it, and, and it's so far beyond anything that I can imagine, anything I can do, and yet God has everything that we have need of and he wants, he wants us to understand that he has it and we just need to access it. Amen. He has it. We just need to we just need to put a demand on it and access what God has for us. He's got so much more of His Spirit than we than we are, are allowing Him. He's got He's got healing for us. He's got restoration for us. He's got re, uh, deliverance for us. He has fullness. We are the children of Almighty God. We're not called to live as little peasants with nothing and, and sick and, and beat down and, and, oh, pray for me. The devil's fighting me. I grew up in church. I heard that so much. I mean, every, every Sunday, every, every service, people stand up, supposed to be testifying, and they'd stand up and say, just, uh, just pray for me that I can make it. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, Help us. I mean, it, 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 you'd be so depressed by the time testimony service is over with. You'd, you, you just, you just want to, you know, you, where's God? Where's God? Oppression. We've got to learn to recognize oppression. Because the enemy uses oppression to keep us from being able to flow in the presence of God. We don't even realize it, but we get to the point where we're just, we're stressed, we're burdened, we're closed off because we're just trying to survive. God didn't call you to survive. He called you to abound. Amen. Amen. When you read the writings of Apostle Paul, many of those writings was in dungeons and pits and terrible places. And yet he was abounding in the faith the whole time. Amen. They would lock him up in a dungeon and they would have to keep changing the guards because the guards kept getting saved. <laughs> now that's what I call abounding in the faith. Amen. They, they put him in prison in Rome and, and was holding him to, to uh, you know, finally beheaded him, but he, they thought they had him held captive. What they did was they positioned him for success because God said, you're going to go share the gospel in Rome as well, and so they paid for everything. They shipped him there, and they housed him while he was there, and he shared the gospel with them even into Caesar's household. And yet he was a prisoner. Got to position ourselves for success. There's a a prayer in the Old Testament called the Korah prayer. And it is a prayer that literally is God, put me in the right place for success. Put me in the right place for success. Put me in the right place for success. We got to start praying that prayer Instead instead of, God, just help me make it through the day. Amen. Just help me make it through the day. God doesn't want you just to make it through the day. He wants to position you for success. He wants to position you right in the path of somebody that needs you to talk to them, needs you to share with them. And you need to be flowing in the spirit and presence of God to the point that you can actually give them something. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's let's stop talking about the weather. Let's stop talking about our aches and pains. And let's start sharing Jesus. Amen. Shake off that oppression. Shake off that oppression. Shake off that oppression. Shake off that oppression. I'm going to keep saying it until somebody starts shaking. Shake off that oppression. Stand with me right now if you would. Just stand up. Come on. Shake off that oppression. Sister Val, come on. Hallelujah. Shake off that oppression. We don't need it. It's not from God. It's not, it's not of God. It is the enemy trying to beat you down, trying to tie you up, and trying to keep you from being what God called you to be. And it's time for the children of God to shake it off. Yeah. Amen. Right. Shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. Come on. Get rid of it. I'm not going to be bound up anymore. Come Amen. Right. Come on. I'm embarrassing right. the life out of some of you. But come on. Shake it off shake it off time for you to get embarrassed <laughs> I said you shake Martian not, not don't shake him <laughs> don't start shaking your mate or your husband <laughs> or your <kid. laughs> shake it off shake it off shake it off praise God depression depression affects so many people. Feeling overwhelmed affects so many people. But what we're overwhelmed with is our blessings and our options. I was sharing this morning that never before has a generation had so many options and they're stressed out over their options. We are stressed out over our options. When you don't have options, life becomes pretty simple. But we have so many options that pull at us, and we're pulled in every direction. That's not what we need. What we need is to get focused on what's necessary, what's needful, what's good, and what we need to be about. And today, God wants you to, to, to get, shake all that stuff off, close it all, close the doors. I got to tell you something, opportunity is not God. Divine appointment is God. There's all kinds of opportunities. There's all kinds of things pulling at us. That doesn't mean it's God. Divine appointment is God. Sitting you up. Sitting you up. Sitting you up. I was needing to meet with a man the other day. Trying to figure out how to make it work. Just had a meeting with somebody and, and, and just in depth on, on what God was doing and, and some direction. Walked out, got in the truck, and I'm talking to this other person that I needed to meet really bad. And I'd been, we'd been playing phone tag, you know how, how that is, trying to, I'd, I'd leave a message, he'd leave a message, I'd leave a message, he'd, and we couldn't seem to get together. And I'm sitting in my pickup talking on the phone to him, trying to figure out how we can get together and what time we can meet, and he drives in the parking lot. And as he's driving by and looks over, he says, well, there you are. I said, yep, hang the phone up. So I jumped out of my truck, jumped in his car, and we had the meeting that we was needing to have because Holy Spirit was directing our path and bringing us together. I got to tell you something, God, God wants to bring favor on your life. Favor on your life. Come on. Somebody, everybody say favor. favor. God wants to bring favor to you today. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, this is This is Holy Spirit because it's it's not what I was going to preach, but Holy Spirit wants to fight this thing. He rose up to fight for you today. Holy Spirit is fighting for you today, and He said it's time, it's time, it's time for you to shake that off and get free of the things that you just keep going around and around and around and around. Some of you get to the same point every time, and then you just fall back down. Get to the same point. Fall back down. You never can break through that. But today, God wants you to break through it. He wants to take you through that and give you honor and favor. Everybody say, the ceiling the over me is breaking. I will not stay under this oppressive spirit, but it's breaking right now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you for your glory over this house. Thank you, Father, for your glory over this house.